Um, I'll be editing it in the next couple hours, so hopefully late afternoon. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Can you do it any sooner? <laughs> it actually went up about 20 minutes ago. I'm surprised you didn't see. <laughs> That's, I mean, come on, get on it. week's episode of the WB Candy Roundtable podcast, we are talking WordPress meetups. So today we have Angie Meeker, first of all, who co-organizes the Columbus, Ohio WordPress meetup, WordCamp Columbus, and designs WordPress websites at AngieMeekerDesigns.com. Hi, Angie. Hi, everyone. We also have Brian Richards, who co-organizes the Grand Rapids, Michigan WordPress meetup and their first ever WordCamp Grand Rapids. He's also the creator of the Startbox theme framework and works for WebDev Studios. Perfect. <laughs> and we also have uh, Steve, and uh, I should have asked how to pronounce your name, Z- Zengit? Zengit, yeah. Zengit? Okay, good. Uh, and he co-organizes the Orange County WordPress Meetup. He's a WordPress developer and the founder and CTO of Zeek Interactive. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And we also have Aaron Jorben, who co-organizes the Washington, D.C. Meetup and works for Privia Health and recently was announced as the kind of point man on WordPress Meetups on the Make WordPress Events blog. Hi, Aaron. Howdy. So... Uh, yeah, let's talk about meetups for a while. I guess the easiest way to get started is um, maybe let's go around the room in the order that I just uh, announced everybody. And let's say, let's start with size. Let's get a size for meetups. How many people typically attend the, the meetup that you co-organize? Um, here in Columbus, we have about 215 on our roster, which I'm sure you know everyone's roster is bigger than what attends. So on a given month, we have about 35 that attend, anywhere between 30 and 35, which right now is all our space can hold. So that's fine. That works for us. Okay. How about you, Brian? Uh, we have 139 on our roster at meetup.com, but we get about uh, anywhere from 20 to 40 in a given month. Cool. Steve? Uh, we've got 850 on our, on our roster. Um, we have two meetups. Uh, we, we split it into a, a, a sort of a general day and a developer day. General gets about 60 to 70 regularly and developer day is about anywhere from 25 to 40. Okay. Aaron, how big? Uh, so our meetup has 1,289 people signed up. Uh, most months we get about, um, 110, 130 RSVPs and, uh, you know, depending on whether probably between 70 and 90 people that show up. Now, Steve, you mentioned you have two meetups right now. Was that split kind of just due to necessary size restrictions as the group grew? Uh, actually, it had nothing to do with size. We mm-hmm. actually we actually uh, leased our most recent office space uh, on purpose, uh, 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 built around the meetup. So we we have a big warehouse space that can hold you know well up to 100 people if we need it. It was really more about uh, skill level. So we were trying to cover too much in each meetup, and the beginners were hearing topics that were too advanced, and the advanced people were hearing topics that were too basic so we split it out on purpose based on uh skill level so we, you know on developer day all we talk about is code so if somebody from the general meetup shows up to developer day on accident we let them know right away hey the other meetup is probably more appropriate for you but it's done like that on purpose gotcha aaron i remember uh hearing you say or maybe reading you tweet somewhere that uh <clears throat> the wordpress dc meetup is intentionally kept for users is that right yeah, so we focus on being a user meetup, uh, similar to how a you know a Linux user group would focus on you know Linux users. We focus on being WordPress users. Uh, we do partner with the PHP group and the jQuery group, though, for more developer-focused talks that are you know either PHP focused or JavaScript focused. And what we found with that is that you know if you're a JavaScript developer, writing you know JavaScript for WordPress is you know no different than writing JavaScript for Joomla um, or, you know, for a static site. And if you're a PHP developer, you know, writing PHP for WordPress, you know, is no different than writing PHP for Symfony or for CodeIgniter, uh, you know. And so the, the overlap is much more, uh, you know, in the develop, individual developer communities than in the, you know, WordPress to developer communities. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Brian, how would you say that you guys kind of determined what, um, I guess, skill level or what type of meetup yours would be? Um, we actually flip between topics um, each month. Um, maybe not exactly every other month, but usually we'll do one month that's more user-focused and then another month that's more developer-focused. Um, and that seems to work out fairly well um, because we get, um, even though we do it that way, we still get a number of users who show up to our developer talks because they want to get a better understanding of what uh, developers doing with WordPress so that when they go to hire someone, they're better informed, which I think is just awesome. I would love to work with a client who does stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Angie, would you say kind of similar for the Columbus meetup? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just that same exact thing. We, <clears throat> When we started out, we knew that we'd have a lot of users that came. Um, and part of that is because the WordPress community here in Columbus, they're, we're trying to figure out. They're either hiding um, or, I mean, when we talk about developers, like hardcore developers, they're either hiding or I think they get the idea that the meetup is, is more user-focused and so maybe the there's not much for them there. And so what we're trying to do going forward is um, instead of having sort of flip-flopping the talks where, you know, some of the talks are are more user and then some of them are developer, just ensuring that every single, every single time that we have a talk, developers know that either the talk is going to be for them or there's going to be a breakout in the other room um, that's going to be for them where, you know, we, we have co-organizers, Jonathan Davis um, from shop and Dave Donaldson from Max Foundry and just letting the other developers know in the community that when they come to our meetup, there's going to be something for them. It's not just, you know, WordPress 101 all the time because the majority of the people who come are beginners or end users, um, but just trying to say the same thing, basically strike the balance without splitting the group in two because we feel like the developers need the users and the users need the developers. Let's say um, I want to jump into kind of advice for, for brand new meetup organizers because there's a lot. I was actually looking at, at meetup.com at the, the hundreds of sort of worldwide WordPress meetups that are listed just there. And of course, that's grown year over year. There's going to be even more starting up this year. Um, maybe we'll start with you, Steve. What, what advice would you have for brand new uh, meetup organizers to start up? Oh. I actually, I've given advice to several people that have started meetups uh, in our uh, local area, and most of them come to me thinking um, they're not sure how to approach me about starting what they consider a competitive meetup. I, I just don't understand that way of thinking. Um, you know, I, I've, I've let everybody know that um, when you start a meetup, at least when we did, you have to make sure that you have no um, no real self-serving purposes behind it you know it can't, can't be done uh you know i didn't start the meetup for me i started it for the community and i started it as a way for me to give back to the community so you you have to um sort of understand your reasonings for starting a meetup um uh before you start the meetup period and and that that philosophy will sort of uh dictate how all your members treat the meetup going forward and i think that's worked for us yeah that makes a lot of sense it's kind of funny that they would uh, treated as competition, like they're going to steal your 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 meetup revenue. Or well, something. there are there are cities near us, and I won't mention any city names that that actually do have uh, competing meetups, and they do consider themselves in competition. And, and I really just don't I don't understand that uh, that way of thinking. You know, I say the more meetups, the merrier. You know, we 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 support all the other meetups, and and at the beginning of each of our meetings, I announce you know the the meetups that are upcoming in our local area. I announce the the word camps that are that are coming out. You know, the the, the more resources resources that are out there, the better. I would absolutely agree on that. I mean, I think that you know, what I'd kind of like to see is almost a paradigm <laughs> shift of how we talk about meetups, and that you know, a meetup more so becomes the like central home base community for a local city. And, you know, there can be multiple event series in the same city so that, you know, Orange County, which is, you know, a very large area, uh, can have, you know, a meetup that is, you know, developer focused 
uh, every other Thursday or, you know, a user meetup uh, the second Wednesday or, you know, even just small one-off events. Um, someone wants to organize a hack day or uh, we've had, you know, success doing things like uh, we did a testathon for, uh, you know, when 3.3, I think it was, hit beta. And, you know, just a bunch of us got in a room and, you know, uh, help people that didn't have local installs get local installs and start testing 3.3. Nice. That's cool. Uh, and, you know, like, whereas the meetup, you know, there's meetups. Meetups have event series um, less so than, you know, the meetup meets every month. Uh, just how I, you know, think would be a good direction to see things go. A couple of the, uh, just real quick to add to that, a couple of the other local meetups that have started, um, there, was, there was one that started right near us in Orange County that was uh, WordPress for designers. And it was really a designers meetup and how to design for WordPress themes. And that's really most of the things that they talk about. Um, I thought that was so cool. I offered my office space uh, for that. So they, they now meet at uh, my office space. They're, they're reorganizing right now. But, but same, same type of thing. There's so many different topics that can be talk about, talked about. Um, no reason more meetups can't start. Yeah, I mean, particularly with such a, a varied community as WordPress is, you know, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of weird to think about it as one big community. I mean, it is, but there are so many sort of sub communities within that each kind of you know focus or gravitate towards their own topics. There's definitely enough to support that. Absolutely. At, at the beginning, I know this is a little off, off topic of your question, no, but sure. at the beginning of each meetup, I, I have everybody go around the room and introduce themselves. They take 10 seconds to just say who they are and what they're doing, and then I do a quick summary. I say, okay, the developers in the room, raise your hand. The designers in the room, raise your hand. Um, content creators. And I just let everybody know who's who so that at the end when we do networking, you know who to talk to. That's a good idea. It was a great idea. We yeah. actually did that at our last meetup, um, and it was a lot of fun. Like we, we did it early on in our first year, uh, and then we started to get a lot of people, so we didn't do it as much because we didn't want to take the time, and then we decided to just go ahead and do it again because it really doesn't take that much time. You know, you get, Like you said, you give each person about 10 seconds, and uh, in that time, they can share quite a bit. Um, and it was fascinating to uncover the the vast differences uh, in backgrounds that people had attending our meetup uh, and what brought them to the meetup. It was very enlightening. Absolutely. And I, I view my role as the moderator. So if people start going beyond the 10 seconds, you know, I will cut them off, remind them that, you know, this, that we would limit this time on purpose and uh, the better time to really get into your whole backstory is at the end during networking. So my, my job is to keep things on track. Right. And that's, I mean, that's one thing, you know, attending meetups and we have, you know, sort of our own small meetup here in my city that there's going, there's always going to be uh, people who will demand more time than others. Like that, mm-hmm. that issue is always going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get more than five people in a room, that's going to happen. And, and that's, that's, that's the other thing I tell uh, new meetup organizers is uh, keep it on point. Um, keep it on topic and and keep it short. Mm-hmm. You know, the the if a meetup drags on or if it's unorganized or unfocused, people won't come back. Angie, would you say it's important to have co-organizers? Uh, um, it has it, for us. It has. It's been really important. Um, you know, I Ryan, I say this all the time. I think I, you know this from our WordCamp. I'm not a developer. Um, you know, I'm somewhere between like power user and what Jonathan calls a glueware person, which, you know, just sort of introduced me to that term. Uh, so, and here in Columbus, we, a few years ago, just a little backstory, a few years ago, there was a WordCamp here in Columbus and it was just very like social media heavy. Um, it wasn't WordPress focused really at all. And it tanked uh, and the WordPress community and here and Cleveland and Cincy um, just sort of revolted and said, we're not coming to that anymore because it really doesn't have anything to do with WordPress. And then the organizers dropped it and they said, we're not going to organize it anymore. And um, I said, well, I'll take it up, even though I'm not a developer, you know, I love WordPress. I'll take it up and kind of run with it with the understanding that, you know, we will refocus it on WordPress. So having said that, like, 
I'm very conscious of trying to move the meetup and WordCamp too to something that's really attractive to developers. Jonathan and Dave are both like, you know what, developers will find each other and for for them it's about networking and for them it's about talking and sharing, you know, with the projects they're about and kind of it's more about the talk, more more about connecting with each other than it is like for beginners where they really want to learn. You know, they want you to sit down and teach them, you know, how to get from point A to point B. And and so having Jonathan and Dave involved in it, um, I think balances it out a lot. Um, you know, they, they help think of things from developers' point of view, and I help think of things that they might not see anymore having been developers for so long. Sure, so, yeah. Um, but, you know, you mentioned about competition. For us, there's I don't see competition yet um, here in Columbus. Like I said, Columbus is very social media heavy. And so there's a lot of meetups that are, you know, more Internet marketing focused than they are WordPress. I think our competition, if you want to say it like that, is will be with ourselves. Like, how do we grow forward? What do we do next when we have this large base of um users or end users who still need a lot of tea they need so much still i mean they're a meetup unto themselves and the sort of the depth of teaching that they need goes so far beyond what we can give them in just 45 minutes once a month um without leaving behind the developers or even the people who are like me in the middle you know i the, what the developers need is is um beyond me at this point and yet what I'm teaching the beginners is boring so you know finding that place where we're serving all of those needs we're beginning to look at things like all-day developer events or you know we have a ton of graphic designers in Columbus who are like please teach me how to do PSD to WordPress um, because my my agency wants me to do that but I don't know how so you know beginning to really focus in on those niches and say how can we sort of assume the role as the um, WordPress authorities in some way here in Columbus and um, help all of these little niches move forward and wherever they are in their understanding of WordPress. Uh, Brian, you guys organized, or you, uh, you and your team organized the first ever WordCamp Grand Rapids last year. Correct. I'm curious how your meetup group fed into or helped that event once it started? Did you see a lot of volunteers come out of your regular meetup attendees? We did. In fact, our volunteers, all except one person, directly came from our meetup group. Um, and having the meetup group was a great resource um, to feeding ideas, you know, asking them, you know, what what would you like this WordCamp to be like? Because it was, you know, it's directly for our meetup group. Um, so they gave lots of valuable insight on you know, what types of topics they'd like to hear, specifically who they would like to hear speak in some cases. Um, and then they offered, of course, their help in organizing and um, actually making the event happen day of. Yeah, and I, and I have to, uh, Aaron, I have to give you a heart. Is, is there ever going to be a DC WordCamp? So we are actually a victim of our own success in yeah. that regard. Um, because our meetup has grown to the size that it is. I mean, we regularly have, you know, like I said, 70 to 90 people attending our meetups. Um, we can't have a small space for a WordCamp. Uh, mm -hmm. If we did a WordCamp for 200 people, I would not be surprised if it sold out within an hour. Um, you know, and that's not really the, the level that we would want to do something at. We want sure. to, you know have something that you know a lot of people can attend we actually we do have one big event every year uh we organize along with the php group and the uh jquery group and then last year we brought in the android group as well uh what we call the open source barbecue um, hmm. which is you know just a a one-day barbecue um that you know we get 250 300 people attending and you know mix mingle eat barbecue um, and you know, we can get 250 people to come out on a Tuesday night. I, you know, I would not be surprised if you know DC could have a 500,000 person word camp for our first word camp, and finding a venue for that is proven extremely tricky. 
Oh, 500,000 is a lot of people. <laughs> 500 to 1,000. Oh, oh, that makes more sense. He's so helpful. <laughs> hotels are going to be pretty full. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you, you mentioned... Need to get ball. <laughs> uh, you mentioned venues, actually. That's a, um, you know, meetups, I guess. How, how did you go about finding the right spot, particularly for yours, Aaron, being so, so large every time? I mean, where do you go to look or where should people go to look for the right venue for their meetup? Uh, so, actually, this question was just posed on the Make WordPress Events blog, um, which is make.wordpress.org slash events. Uh, and we had, I think, uh, close to 20 different meetup organizers responded with, you know, what their venue is and how they found it. Um, for us, we started meeting where the PHP group was meeting. Um, you know, we had been meeting at the public library, which was fine. It was, you know, free event or free space for us. But, you know, we couldn't bring in food or beverages. We couldn't, uh, the Wi-Fi there was, um, slow at best and non-existent most of the time and you know so you know it was far from ideal but the php group had this great space that you know um they only had 40 chairs so they said if but they had plenty of room uh and if we bought more chairs we could have as many people as could fit there so um, (laughs) we raised some money and bought some chairs (laughs) that's great yeah, uh, I mean, I guess in in an ideal world, every uh, meetup or every city would have a, a company like Steve's that's willing to put up the space. I mean, that's that's huge for. I mean, it's huge for a WordCamp to be able to have space provided, but especially for meetups. I mean, that would just be uh, too much to to pay for every single month to have an event. I think a lot of cities do have it. Um, you know, it's just it's just a matter of networking and looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that there's cities like Birmingham which have meet up in a bar um, that has free Wi-Fi and they have a, you know, uh, I think a loft area that they, you know, can use. So it's, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, set off from the general bar area. And then um, when I was in Portland, you know, there was, you know, a company that offered space. Um, before that, it had met at a uh, co-working space. You know, a lot of co-working spaces, I think, are generally open to the idea of hosting meetups. I was going to say that as well. If you can find a co-working space or even just companies uh, that are in our industry that are willing to sponsor your meetup by providing a space, you know, as long as you give them a nice mention, you know, I, I, I don't see why companies that have that space wouldn't, wouldn't do that. I mean, they've got to staff it for the night, but um, finding the right company um, is critical there, but you should be able to find somebody. Most of the local meetups haven't, I mean, it's it's a struggle at first to find a space, but most of them have now found a regular space where they're meeting. For Grand Rapids, we uh, were able to piggyback off of the success of a local, just general web development meetup. Uh, they started meeting at the, a business called Mutually Human, and they're a, a Rails development house. They do a lot of custom app development, and it's a really cool space, and so... Um, one of my co-organizers, Topher, he knows the guys that run the company and asked, hey, could we also host our meetup here? And they said, oh, sure, absolutely. Um, so our WordPress meetup actually is held inside of a Rails development house, <laughs> which I think is funny. But it's awesome because the space is great and they let us use it for free. Um, they don't really benefit much from that because, like I said, they're a Rails shop. But um, we like them a lot and we give them a shout out at every meetup. And because my co-organizer knows the owners personally, they don't have to keep it staffed. I mean, they have to keep someone there for us to get there, but we show up um, before closing hours. So we show up, and then they can leave, and we lock up when we go. You know, I think, uh, this is Steve again, I think it's interesting that several of you, or a couple of you, lead the meetups, but you also lead the local WordCamp. Uh, I don't lead the OC WordCamp. That's led by Brandon and Jeff, who do a great job. They they stay involved in my meetup, and for all intents and purposes, they're sort of co-organizers. Um, but um, I think if I had to plan two meetups a month and WordCamp, I just wouldn't have enough time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, particularly, I mean, it, it, the 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 size of the events. I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. I, mean, I was just talking to um, David Bissett last week about WordCamp Miami. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 you know a three four month process to to put together a WordCamp. So I mean. On top and of everything it's intense. else, yeah. We we're meet, um, we meet at a local hosting company. They're a hosting company on the first floor, and then their top floor is uh, 
like offices that they run out. And in the center of the ring of offices, they have a couple of conference rooms. The largest conference room seats about 35, and then they have a small, maybe it seats like 10, 12 people, not even 12, maybe 10 people adjacent to that. And so it's worked out so far because we can have the big meeting in one room, and then if we want to split beginners or developers into the other room, we can do that. Um, but really, like I said, we're, we're full at this point, and so we're starting to look for other spaces. What we'd like to do is just move over to the Ohio State Union where we had WordCamp this year. There are all sorts of meeting spaces there, and they rent for really not very much money. So either finding a sponsor that would just you know help us pay for it each month, or um, if we find a student group, and this is probably true of most campuses, you know, most large public universities, um, if we can find a student group to sponsor our meetup, then we can run a space for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and the union's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's right smack in the middle of downtown Columbus. It's got a parking garage attached. Um, and I think moving it to the union uh, help, changes the perception of the meetup too. Having it just in you know any facility, um, I, I, it works. But I think like when we moved WordCamp to the union this year, having it on a university campus just changes sort of the perception of, oh, wow, this is, um, I, I don't, I, I almost can't put words around what it did for the perception of WordCamp. Uh, John and Dave like to say that it just, it changed WordCamp Columbus from feeling like just any old conference to being like a real tech conference in Columbus. <laughs> so I don't know if that would translate, you know, to moving the meetup too, if it would, um, if it's going to have some impact or not, but maybe. Um, this one I uh, just just thought of now. I'm curious if uh, if you guys have all um, found this to be the case that typically there's a lot more people that say they're interested in the event than actually show up to the event. Does that seem to be true <laughs> across the board? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, when I see an RSVP list, I usually figure about two thirds are going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my assumption as well. So one. Uh, one of uh, my co-organizers, um, who also is a co-organizer of about five other meetups, um, took track of the RSVPs and they actually attended and created a algorithm uh, to figure out how many people. <laughs> That's to awesome. Um, and also how many pizzas to buy um, based on actual pizza consumption. Nice. <laughs> So how do how do we get this uh, uh, provided on GitHub for all the other meetup organizers? To use? <laughs> um, yes, I'll please. ask them to throw it up on GitHub. That's pretty uh, funny. Let me find it. I uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I yeah, thought you were going to say that he uh, wrote an algorithm and figured out that it's always the same subset of people who aren't showing up every week. They just they're definitely interested in saying that they're coming and never come. So you were able to isolate the variables there. <laughs> uh, so. It's currently at anthonydpaul.com slash pizza. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) The meetup pizza algorithm. I like it. So let's talk about formats for a little bit, because when somebody is is putting together a meetup for the first time, I mean, one of the first things that they're going to have to solve after venue is going to be how to actually set up and structure the event. Um, Brian, how did you go about that? How How did you approach deciding sort of what, to actually do once everybody showed up? Well, we, for our very first meetup, gave each person who was there three sticky notes. We told them to write down three things that they were interested in discussing at a meetup. Um, And once everyone was done, we had them stick them all up on a wall, kind of similar to how some bar camp organization works. And based on what people said they wanted to meet, we uh, or to discuss, we set up our first, I think, eight or even ten meetups around those suggestions. A lot of them fell in you know, similar categories like what type of theme to pick or how to create a plug-in or working with hooks and filters. Um, and so that was very easy for us to get started and I recommend that to anyone who is just starting out to just uh, once everyone shows up for the first meeting just do a social gathering uh, and ask them point blank what do you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and after we switched to meetup.com uh, meetup.com has a handy feature where anyone can suggest a meetup. Um, And so what we tell people now is suggest something that you're interested in talking about, and if it gets enough people uh, who say that they'd be interested in attending, we'll make that 
part of our schedule. You can also do that in a bar camp style if you had a whiteboard where as people are coming in, let them just write topics on the board and then do a a second round where they put a little uh, check mark next to the one they want to hear so you see which ones are the top topics if you wanted to do it free free form like that. But we did the same thing when we started. We took basically just took you know suggestions what do you want to know about um what we found is that we have so many beginners that a lot of them don't know what they need to know um so what we talked about i think last month or the month before well i guess it had to be last month um you know brad williams and those guys just released another book Mm -hmm. um you know professional wordpress development i think it is and maybe just taking that book and scheduling out, you know, looking through it and kind of use, just using it as a curriculum um, in some ways. Still using the user-suggested talks of things that they want to learn, but really help, helping move them forward in some sort of structured way through their understanding of different aspects of WordPress or else, you know, they're, they're not going to get where they need to go as far as... Um, you know what they what they even know to ask about in the first place. They're, they'll be asking the same questions a year from now, the same basic sort of questions. They won't even know there are depths and you know of WordPress that they've never even heard of before. You know, unless we say, okay, now we're going to teach you this new thing that you didn't even know about. Um, has anybody ever tried, or, or I guess, is it pretty typical then to go? Um, have a presenter, have somebody speaking, and then kind of some free-form kind of FAQ time after that? Or has anybody tried like a, uh, almost like a happiness bar type thing for their meetup? So at Grand Rapids, um, most often when our, our scheduled discussion is over, we leave the floor open for people to uh, ask questions about what they learned about um, so the speaker can dive in with better detail about you know, whatever it is that they want to learn. Um, and we've done exactly one happiness bar style meetup where we brought everyone in and we had pizza and it was kind of like a split show and tell to show off what you've made and then if you have any questions or need help about something uh bring that and someone can help you and um i'd say that was pretty successful we did that back in the fall and i'd like to do it again in the spring you know my meetups are mostly free form um you know i go in with a, a basic outline of what we want to talk about and most of the time i'm standing up in front again acting as the moderator but i'll have asked a week leading up to the meetup if anybody has a topic they want to speak on. And we have a regular set of speakers that, that like to get up and do the other show and tell or talk about something that they're working on. Um, so it'll be 45 minutes to an hour of kind of free-form discussion and then a few presentations and then 15, 20 minutes of networking. That, that's usually how most of my meetings run. Sometimes I'll have a speaker that you know, is in town that wants to come in and speak, and they'll do a more formal presentation. But most of them are uh, most of my meetups are um, a discussion format. So our meetups are generally uh, about you know, 15 to 30 minutes of networking at the beginning. Uh, then we'll have uh, one or two presenters, and then uh, more networking time until everyone wants to go. Um, or it's too late and we kick everyone out. Um, and that works well for us. We have done some, you know, done happiness bars, um, which have been, you know, very successful. People have really loved them. We try to do, uh, you know, one or two of those a year is our, you know, goal with those. Uh, we've done, we've had a lot of success with lightning talks. Um, we did, you know, just general lightning talks. And then we also, last year we did, uh, lightning talks that, on my favorite plugin. So everyone picked one plugin that they really liked and got up and talked about it. Uh, and so we had, you know, eight or nine different plugins about, you know, a wide variety of different, uh, you know, features. And that went over really well. Um, people found out about some interesting plugins that they didn't know about. Um, and that, you know, was really nice. That that does seem to be one uh, one of those universal topics that'll stretch from user to developer. Is people love finding out about new useful plugins like that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ryan, there people are already asking: Are you coming back next year to give a plugin talk? Or, I mean, this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I um, I was crazy and, and crossed state lines to go to a, a meetup in Columbus uh, <laughs> uh, last year, maybe it was something. It was it was far enough that the meetup uh, app did not recommend me to go. Like if, when you look for 
you know, events that you might be interested in. It crossed like I think it's a fifty mile radius, and um, and I yeah, just talked about a, a whole bunch of plugins. I should do that again. That was fun. <laughs> People love plugin talks. Definitely. Uh, this is maybe an intensely practical question, but it's something that I've thought about before. Uh, what like date and time, or, or day and time, I should say, do you guys typically like to? To, to choose because I, I mean you know, obviously want to it, it may be different for di- different for different kinds of audiences and groups but you want to find something that is most open for people and you can most count on them being there every single time. Well, ours meetups don't change. We meet the last Monday of the month at seven o'clock for our general, and then the second Monday of the month at six o'clock for developer day. We go a little bit longer on developer day. We meet. This is in Columbus. We meet Thursday, the third Thursday. Of every month from 6.30 to 8.30, sometimes 9. I mean, we can stay pretty much as late as what we want. Um, really, I mean, 10.30 we probably could stay. But we try to kick everyone out no later than 9. Brian? Uh, in Grand Rapids, we meet at uh, 6 o'clock on the third Thursday of every month. Um, and it's usually from 6 to 7.30 is our normal scheduled meetout. And people hang out from... 7.30 to 8, just for general networking. And then we go to a local bar called Founders um, from 8 until when people decide to go home. That works fairly well for us. I was uh, going to give a shout-out for the, the, the bar afterward as well. We, we do that too. So we, we meet until 9.15, 9.30, and then we go to a place called the House of Brews and stay there until 11, 11.30 for whoever shows up. Uh, we meet the second Tuesday of most months. Um, we have been a bit flexible with it. Like we have, if we have, you know, people coming in from out of town, um, we'll schedule just a random meetup or we'll move our, you know, regular meetup. Uh, for example, the jQuery uh, team, uh, development team met in DC, I think back in November, and Daryl Cooper Smith and uh, Chelsea, uh, I'm not going to pronounce her last name so I'll just call her Chexy uh, <laughs> we're both in town for that and so you know we moved our meetup to match that meetup and you know Daryl and Chelsea both uh, came out and spoke right, so I guess it's fair to say then that the weeknights are sort of the best it seems like for everybody here at least those have been the best times to, to set a meetup they are and, and one of the best pieces of advice I can give is pick a night and just ha- at least have one regular night a month Mm-hmm. where everybody can count on that's when you're meeting. <clears throat> I would agree. Yeah. Steve, Steve this one uh, for you, or, or we'll start with you. Aside from sort of the, the standard meetup stuff, I mean, I've, I've heard uh, stories here and there, I think from Brandon, um, <laughs> that you guys just have like a hugely active group, even when not actually in the same room talking about stuff. So tell me a little we- bit about that. We we have a we have a our members are excellent and we're very very active members at our meetup and they're there's they're really what makes the meetup special. So, um, the question was what do you what do the, what do we do when we're not meeting face to face? And so I started a Facebook group uh, a couple of years ago um, just as a companion to the meetup and that's become uh, bigger than the meetup itself and and much and and very very active. And on that Facebook group, pretty much anything goes. Uh, you can ask a beginner question, you can ask an advanced question, and everybody's eager to jump in and, and help. Um, Brandon and I are both moderators as well as a few of the other members, and we keep it, um, we keep it very on point, uh, at least on point with WordPress and development topics, and we keep the spammers out. So we, we do keep it private, and we monitor it very closely so people know that it, it's a safe place. Um, in addition to that, one of our other members, uh, Jason Tucker, started uh, a thing every Monday morning called WP Water Cooler, and several of my members uh, and, and people all over the country are now taking uh, part in that. Uh, so that's a, a live video stream. He does a Google Hangout every Monday morning. He does a live video stream and then puts it on YouTube when it's, uh, when it's done. That, that's actually the, the Facebook group is where we get the topics for the meetup every, every uh, developer day and every general meetup. So I usually ask a week before, what should we discuss? And then I just pull the list of topics that people suggested right from the Facebook group. Makes sense. Uh, how about um, uh, Angie, do you guys use, uh, I guess, I, I think everybody here uses meetup.com. That's sort of the accepted thing to use for these. It works really well. Do you guys use anything besides that? No, mostly no. Um, we started a I started a website here in Ohio called WP Ohio. Um, 
for the purpose of not focusing, trying to focus on Facebook, um, and to try to allow the developers here around town to have a place to meet and showcase their skills. I mean, well, sorry, let me backtrack. I get calls all the time from companies saying, do you have a WordPress developer that can do this work for me? Um, I need a WordPress developer to do X, Y, and Z, and I need them right now. Or, you know, I think because I organized the meetup and WordCamp, um, companies are starting to know that I have a network of developers that, you know, I can reach out to. And so we started WP Ohio trying to get them in one place trying to get the developers and power users in one place that were coming to the meetup so I could say, okay, end users who are at the meetup, if you need to talk to a developer outside of the meetup, go to WP Ohio. We've got it you know, set up with BuddyPress and all of this, and you can go have your talks there. And then also if a company comes to me and says, you know, I want to hire someone, I can send them to WP Ohio too and they can start looking around at portfolios and things like that too. Having said all of that, we haven't done really anything with it. So that community is not going strong there yet. I think it would if we just put hardly any effort into it, um, but we just haven't done not much with it. So that's what, um, you know, when I think about how we want to serve the developers, that's what I want to do is help them find work. Um, you know, I want to connect the users that want to hire them, and that's one of the ways that we're trying to do it. So, nice. our users are kind of our users are kind of timid. Like, if you come to the meetup before the meetup starts, they're like sitting at their tables, like scared to talk to each other. So, trying to understand that you know, users, you really can talk to the developers. They're not scared. You know, they're not mm -hmm. scary people. Sure. <laughs> they're not <laughs> you. Um, they're not, some of them are, you know, we do have some developers that it's kind of hard for them to talk normal. You know, <laughs> geek speak is really high, but, you know, you can talk to them. It's okay. Most of them don't bite, so that's, yeah. right. that's good. <laughs> Most don't. Brian, I remember you uh, raving about meetup.com when you first switched over to, to using that for the meetup. Yes, we love meetup.com. Um, for for whatever reason, some people are always hesitant to join meetup.com. They're like, well, why don't we just make some... You know, make our own WordPress site, and we'll we'll just eat our own dog food and roll it that way. I say that's great if people already know where to look for your meetup and know that you exist. But if they're just general WordPress users or developers in the area and they don't know this meetup exists, how are they going to find you? Right. Um, when we, I mean, and people argue, well, we can you know SEO the hell out of it. Like, well, if you want to take the time to do it, be my guest. But if we sign up at meetup.com, we immediately have access to everyone in the area who would actually want to come to our meetup. You know, when you sign up as a user at meetup.com, you say what you're interested in, and then anytime something new happens in your area, meetup.com will tell you. Um, so our group went from about you know, anywhere from 8 to 15 in attendance in a given week to 20 to 40 just in the, the very first month that we signed up at meetup.com. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and I don't think we would have gotten the same poll for volunteers for WordCamp had we not had the organization uh, set up on meetup.com either. It would be a lot more difficult to inform all of the local members and um, get them to, to self-volunteer, I guess. Uh, and it was also easy for me to um, hook up with other meetup groups. You know, I didn't have to go, I wonder if there's a meetup group in Kalamazoo, the city, you know, an hour away. I could just look and find if there is. So, hey, you guys should check out this uh, WordCamp that we're holding. Um, outside of meetup, we also have a Google group, and we like that a lot because it provides both a forum and a mailing list. You know, they're, they're one and the same. So uh, if anyone in our meetup has a question, they can just email the group address and everyone will get it and can respond or if they don't want to you know, subscribe they can just go directly to the site and post there and that's been very handy for people who are asking you know, like, I'm interested in using this service what, what do you guys have to say about it does anyone have any experience with it uh, and it's very low friction and very um, friendly for basically any level of user to use yeah, I think everything, every, every area is going to be a little bit different. So 
you know, one of the best ways to go about this is to ask your members what they use. I mean, meetup.com is a given, I think, but for other tools, uh, you know, when we start our Facebook group, we actually ask the members, hey, how do you want to communicate? And everybody seemed to, you know, want Facebook. That might not be true of all, all meetups. It's a good point. Yeah. And, and, uh, Aaron, the, the WordPress foundation is at least beginning to kind of start, um, wading into the waters, I guess, with covering the, the cost for meetup.com, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, trial group of, uh, I have to look at the exact number, but I think, uh, between 30 and 50, I want to say, um, Meetups initially joined. Uh, we'll probably uh, our next step with that is actually to start putting together some guidelines, um, you know, for basically what we're going to expect from the meetup organizers, and you know, from there, um, you know, we hope to roll out and or roll in more groups um, to be under the WordPress Foundation umbrella, uh, save some of the costs for them, and you know, hopefully, just encourage you know more local meetups. Which is good. Do you guys use in DC? Do you guys use anything besides Meetup.com? Uh, we have uh, our Twitter account, and we have a general policy of if you tweet anything relevant at us, we'll retweet it um, to the rest of the community. Um, but that's about it for us. Um, people do post to our Meetup message board a bit, um, but not excessively. Mm-hmm. And um, we're mostly just our in-person Meetup. Let's see here. I'm, I'm, cur- I'm curious uh, two things, and if you have if you have an answer to both, then you can answer both. Otherwise, you can pick uh, the easier one and just go with that. But I'm curious two things. One, if there's been any favorite sort of meetup moment uh, that you've had so far, and and two, uh, probably you know one of the bigger questions is is what exactly keeps you passionate about running the group and and sticking with it because it is work. I mean, uh, no question about it. Um, Angie, we'll start with you. I like seeing the um, different. You may have caught this thread uh, and some of the things that I say, but I like seeing the different user levels mm-hmm. move forward. Um, you know, we have people who come in and they say, "I someone just told me I need to use WordPress, but I don't really know what it is. And by the end of the evening, you know, they're set up and ready to go. I like seeing that. But then I really do enjoy connecting or at least starting to connect developers with people who want to hire them. Um, it... it um, sort of frustrates me if I hear a WordPress developer in Columbus say they need work because <laughs> uh, I don't think that should happen. There are so many startups and businesses here in Columbus that aren't familiar with WordPress yet or um, they just don't know what it is yet. And so, you know, I, I want to help those developers in Columbus be known and be hired. And, you know, anything that I can do to help make that happen or help connect those developers with people who want to hire them out of the meetup, I get really happy when that happens. Even if it's just a little freelance gig on the side, you know, that makes me really happy if I can help that happen through the meetup. Nice. Nice. Uh, Brian? Uh, I've got a couple of favorite moments. Um, The first was uh, from just our last meetup. Like I said, we went around and had everyone introduce themselves uh, say one or two things about themselves and why they came to the meetup, and that was a lot of fun. I think that's going to become a staple at our meetup until at least we become too big to sustain it. And uh, the other is watching the people who've been attending our meetup for about a year now um, as they've grown and see how they started out not really knowing too much about developing with WordPress or using WordPress, and now to the point where they're actually helping other people at the, the meetup explaining things to them that they've figured out um, suggesting and asking more pointed questions about the the given topic it's a lot of fun um, and it really makes it worth it I'd say that's probably what keeps me passionate is seeing um, people grow as they attend and and help facilitate that as best as possible very cool Steve well, you know, I think this is the running thread, but what keeps me passionate about the meetup is the members and the community and watching the community grow. Um, we, um, one of my favorite, my, my absolute favorite moment was at the end of 2011, um, we, the, the members actually came together. We'd been running the meetup already for about two years, and they presented Jeff, my co-organizer, and I with an award. Um, 
a, you know, really nice plaque that they designed, and it was just a thank you from the community for running the meetup, and it still hangs on our wall in our conference room. And at the same time, they presented Brandon and Jeff, uh, who organized the uh, WordCamp in Orange County, with a, a check of money they had raised for a, a sponsorship from the meetup. So that was a really special moment. But That's I, really cool. Again, it was very cool. And I, I just, again, I think it's really just about uh, the people and building a community. That's what, that's what keeps us going. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Aaron, do you have a favorite, favorite thing? Uh, so what keeps me going very much along the same lines, you know, is the people. And I love, uh, and this has happened, I think, four times so far with our group. Uh, people come up to me. Uh, regulars and, you know, introduce me to someone and say, yeah, we just hired this person. Um, I met them last month at the, at the meetup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, those, you know, these are, you know, not gigs, full-time jobs, yeah. um, you know, and people moving from, you know, being interested in WordPress to working with WordPress full-time and seeing that is awesome. Uh, you know, probably some of my favorite moments have definitely been with our speakers. We've been lucky to have a lot of great speakers. Last year, we had we did two case studies back to back. We had uh, Yuri Victor from the Washington Post talk about how the Washington Post is using WordPress, and then Sean Heron from uh, NASA talking about how NASA uses WordPress. And you know, really cool and interesting to see how two very large organizations use WordPress in entirely different ways. Hmm. Very cool. I'm 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 shocked to hear that that none of the word or the, the meetup organizers here hate the people at their event. That's that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a big big surprise. Huge thanks to everybody sitting at the round table this afternoon. Big thanks to Angie, to Brian, to Steve, and to Aaron for sitting down and talking about WordPress meetups for a little while. If you want to continue the conversation, you can go to our blog at wpcandy.com, find the show post, and. Let us know what your experience with WordPress meetups has been and how things are going in your town. This does it for this episode of the Roundtable podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Be sure to rate and review us and maybe stop by the site too and let us know what you think of the podcast. It's nice to hear what listeners think. We'll see you next week. Bye.